Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. Farm, ex- Farm Extension Services are getting an overhaul this week in Saskatchewan. Agriculture Awareness Manager Crystal Ollie says resources are being shifted to ensure farmers have full access to government services. She says the 10 main regional offices will stay open, but satellite locations in Shaunavon, Assiniboia, Estevan, Mooseman, Wadena, Meadow Lake and Lloydminster will be closed. She says the satellite offices were underutilized. The Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture has undergone a thorough review of how we're offering extension services in the province. And this review started about a year and a half ago, where we started to ask farmers, ranchers and agribusiness around the province of, are we meeting your needs? And what could we do better to better meet your needs and help your businesses grow? So in that review, we found that there's some things that we're doing really well. The regional presence has been working really well, but there's some things that we need to do a little better. And so on April 1st, we're rolling out a new model that will keep our our 10 regional offices in the locations they are, but allow us to focus more on three key priorities, which are technology transfer, program delivery, and public trust. So explain what you are doing in those three key areas. So we are redeploying our specialists on to look at specific areas. So we're now going to have agricultural program specialists in each um, region that will be looking at um, how can we get the program information out to producers, make sure producers know everything that the government has to offer. And that aligns really well with the rollout of the new Canadian Agricultural Partnership this week. Um, We'll also have environmental specialists scattered around the province who are looking at some of those key environmental issues that we're experiencing and able to support addressing some of those concerns. We'll also have livestock and feed extension specialists, which will be really continuing down the great path that our livestock specialists have been on in the past, providing support to ranchers with production of livestock. We'll have crop extension specialists, which again will be fairly similar to in-past model, but really focusing on the agronomy and providing that unbiased tech transfer. And finally, we'll have a group of range management extension specialists that will support both public and private land and the management of that grassland. Will staff numbers change at all? We'll see a slight change in staff numbers, but it will be really more about um, moving resources around. There were no job losses as a result of these changes. It's just more about shifting around internally about where those resources make the best sense to be. So some offices will have more people than they've had before, where some offices will have less, just based on what the agricultural production is like in that region. And I understand, though, that the satellite offices in Shaunavon, Assiniboia, Estevan, Mooseman, Wadena, Meadow Lake, and Lloydminster will no longer be operated. Why are the satellite offices closing? Yeah, we have decided to close those offices, but the reality is over the past couple of years, we've only had a few appointments in those offices. So the way they've worked in the past is that if a producer in, say, Assiniboia wanted to have an appointment with one of our regional specialists, we could meet them at that satellite office. But our clients just weren't really using that service. They preferred to make the phone call or have our specialists come out to meet them at their at their farms. And so that was just an offering that wasn't really meeting the needs of our clients. And so by by cutting that, we're able to redeploy to more more useful services. So you're able to make more efficient use of the staff that you've got. Exactly. Yep. There will always be some pushback on this. They'll say, oh, no, they're closing my regional office. (laughs) What's your best answer to someone who just raises that as a concern? They're closing my office. Yeah, I I think that if you still want to have that service in your local area where our specialists are still covering all around the province and that support will still be there for you, it just might look a little different. So don't be alarmed. And also, we're doing our best to make it even more efficient for you that there will always be that 1-800 phone number that you can get a quick answer if you're okay with that, or you can definitely align up an appointment with a regional 
vocational specialist. So you can still get the answer that you need by phone, or will they come out in the field even? A lot of our specialists will, will come out in the field if they want to get a better understanding of what your issues are. They're, they're mobile, definitely. I guess the, a reminder about the Agriculture Knowledge Centre, which is that 1-800 line, and they, they have specialty areas that can answer basically any question that comes their way. And also a reminder about the new suite of programs that we're rolling out under the Canadian Agriculture Partnership. All of our regional offices will be prepared to talk to producers about those programs in the coming months. And there's some, some new programs and some renewals on some old favourite programs. And so encourage producers to check back in about what funding is available for management practices, for business practices, and everything else. Crystal Ollie is the Agriculture Awareness Manager for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. The Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association is welcoming the passage of Bill C-49 in the Senate. Wheat Growers Chair Jim Wickett says the legislation will provide accountability from the railways for improved grain movement. He's hoping the legislation will be adopted shortly by the House of Commons after the spring break. Well, we're very happy to see that pass. That brings some accountability into play. The next step is to get the House of Commons to uh, accept the amendments and get this bill read and over to the Governor General to uh, make it the law of the land. So we're very happy to see it's passed this step. It's, it was uh, held up for a long time at that process, and now it's back to the House of Commons. When do you expect to be passed into law? Oh boy, that's a good question. Hopefully, Minister Garneau and uh, Minister McCauley can uh, muscle that through their caucus and make this a priority somehow. So we're uh, cautiously optimistic that it will be soon. Do you see real benefits to farmers from this legislation? Yeah, I do. I, I think this is going to uh, bring you know these reciprocal agreements in so that there's level of service contracts with the grain companies. And so if they say, you know, we need 500,000 tons in the next two months to Vancouver, they both sign a contract and they agree to do that. And if either party can't produce the grain or the other one can't move it, then there's monetary penalties there. So I think that this should help with a bit more accountability, I hope, in this field. APAS has called for the railways to pay some of the demerge fees that farmers will ultimately be paying. Your thoughts on that? Well, I'd be happy if they would, certainly. Uh, that's that's exactly what this bill is addressing, so that in the future that there would be some kind of uh, monetary penalty on that. Whether they do it right now, uh, I think we have a better chance of warm weather today than we do of that. On another topic, the province has announced today spring road weight restrictions have been suspended on provincial highways because of this bitterly cold weather. Your reaction there? Well, that's great news because uh, in a lot of cases, we are just starting to see grain movement. There's been cars delivered and CN has picked up their game quite a bit in the number of cars from early February. They're actually over double what they were then. So uh, that's kind of, as farmers, we've seen this before where there's no movement, no movement, and then all of a sudden spring comes and we can't move. And We've got elevators crying for grain, and it puts the RMs in a bad spot with, uh, you know, their roads and the road damage and, and the Department of Highways, too. So with this cold weather, there's no chance of damage right now. And so I'm really happy that the uh, province, you know, recognized this and took this step. It's good news for farmers. Jim Wickett is chair of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association and Farms at Rosetown in west-central Saskatchewan. The market update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Durham rose $1.83 
at two hundred sixty dollars and eight cents. Canola gained seven forty at four ninety seven fifty four. Flax fell eighty four cents at four sixty two eighty four. Oats increased eleven dollars and two cents at one fifty three fifty two. Yellow peas went up two seventeen at two thirty eight fifty four. Number one red spring wheat rose a dollar seventy seven at two twenty four thirteen. The rest were unchanged. Feed barley one ninety seven sixty three. Feed wheat one eighty nine fifty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May spring wheat is down five cents at five seventy three and a half a bushel. The livestock report on the source six twenty CKRM. Heartland Livestock Market Report, Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Tuesday's cow sale averaged 83 cents per pound for all the kill cows, top killers 90 to 93. Thursday feeder market, the feeder market is sharply lower for the week. Uh, the average weight on every calf in the sale was 673 pounds at $1,164. That's $26 per calf less than the same sale one year ago when we did have 2,500 calves. Here's the trade. Here's a nice load of 969 pound steers, 152.50. An 840 pound set of steers, good block steers, 170. 720 weight steers, 190 and a quarter. 660s, 190, 675. The 605 to 625 steers, 210 and 21050. The 480 weights at 230. Remember, we did have a major percentage of this run was in the heifers, the 8. 90-weight feeding heifers at 139.75. Here's a nice set of Charlet heifers, 866 at 146. Or pardon me, 150, 150. Basically, those 8, 860 weight, the trade was from 146 to 151. We did have a set of breeding heifers as high as 161. The 8820 weight heifers, 144 and a quarter to 150. Some fancy breeding kind heifers, 153 to 156. The 750 weight heifers, 163.75 for the Red Cross, 165 for the Blacks. 675 to seven and a quarter weight heifers, 172 to 175. Some nice loads of those heifers and a very active uh, farmer feedlot demand for the cattle. The 6620 weight heifers, 180 to 182.75. The 550s, 188.75 and 189. And on the Saturday bull sale here, Lambs Quarters Angus, 39th annual. 51 bulls, average $4,188. We did pass two bulls in the sale, but we sold them immediately after. So they got them all sold. All in all, a pretty good day in the bull market. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,800 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 115 to 142 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 4,700 head, selling a range of 114 to $138 per CKG. One hundred index hog prices for the week ending Friday, March 30th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 130.85, Ham's Cash, 129.35, Thunder Creek Brickle, 141.88, and high life $141.25 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and poor contract prices opened down this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was up four basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2894. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.65 cents US. US cash markets have dropped approximately 10% of their value in just over a week, as cash hog supplies are abundant and packers are taking the opportunity to recover some value in their operating margins. 
However, the focus of most traders and analysts is on the results of the Hogs and Pigs report that was released on Thursday afternoon. The results of the USDA survey of hog producers revealed a 3% increase in market hogs over last year, with the number of heaviest category of market hogs at nearly 4% larger than year-ago levels. It looks likely that U.S. pork production will be 5% larger and year-ago levels for the October-December timeframe based on current carcass weight trends. Jim Smalley's Agri-Weather on The Source, 620 CKRM. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy this afternoon with a high of minus 9, the low minus 21 tonight, the wind chill minus 27. Tomorrow, sunny skies, wind 15 kilometers per hour, the high minus 5, wind chill minus 28, the low minus 15. Wednesday, sunny with a high minus 5, low minus 19. Thursday, sunny, the high minus 8, the low minus 16. Friday, sunny, the high minus 4, the low minus 10. Saturday, partly cloudy with a high of minus 1. Chance of evening flurry Saturday with a low minus 6. Sunday, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries, the high minus 2. Normal high is plus 8, the normal low minus 5. The sun rose at 6.33 this morning. It sets at 7.31 tonight. Around the province this hour, Estevan minus 10, Saskatoon minus 11, Swift Current minus 9, Weyburn minus 11, Yorkton is minus 15. In Regina, sunny and minus 11, that's 12 above Fahrenheit, winds are from the southwest at 11, giving a wind chill right now of minus 16 degrees. Humidity is 73%, the barometer rising 102.0. Sunny in Moose Jaw, minus 7, winds are from the northeast at 10. Once again, Regina, sunny, minus 11, that's 12 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.